Hello, and welcome to The Central Garden with the Central Seductress, aka Lori. Today, I want to talk about consent. Consent is giving permission or agreeing for something to happen. Most people think consent only needs to happen one time, and most people think consent it only uh, counts for the physical. But that's not necessarily true. So let's get into it. So when you're talking consent, the ladies, we have a rule. Your best friend is not my best friend, which means your best friend shouldn't know what you and I are discussing. If I tell you things in confidence, then it should stay between the two of us. If the three of us ever come in contact with each other, what you and I discuss should never become a conversation amongst the three of us unless I decide to bring what I discussed with you about me to the forefront. Kind of like a, a girl code, if you will. But consent goes a lot deeper than the physical. Some of us have rules about our hair. I know I do. Even before I cut it off, don't just assume you can touch my hair. Don't run up to me. Oh, girl, your hair looks so soft. Let me touch it. No, 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 no. Give me 50 feet. Or... Even if it's just a hug, you know, I'm a hugger. I'm an affectionate person. But I have to ask my friends that I come in contact with, especially those who I haven't seen for a minute, hey, is it okay if I hug you? There are so many things that could be smoother if we all understood consent. From the non-sexual. Even down to. I got an F on an exam. Because I didn't do it. And I confide in you. That doesn't mean go broadcast it to the world. So we must keep in mind that. Things that we say to other people, especially when we're told to, hey, take it to the grave or keep this between us or what stays at this table stays at this table. We need to make sure that we are following that. That shows our integrity. That shows our character makeup. That tells who we are as a person. So we need to make sure that we embody that because we want people to trust us. And we want people to be comfortable around us. Nobody wants to be closed up or guarded all the time. You just don't want that. And you don't want to be sitting in a group wondering, okay, if I say that I broke my diet yesterday, is it going to get out to everybody else and be on social media and now people trying to slam me and this, that, and the third? You, you just... You have to be careful and you have to be mindful when you're trying to talk about other people's business. So let's go to social media with consent. A lot of people like to go live. 
I'm a person who believes what I do in my personal time when I'm being grown, that's not everybody's business. Don't just whip out your phone and be like, ooh, I'm on Facebook Live. That's nobody's business if somebody is having a drink or if somebody has decided to eat 20 hot wings. That's nobody's business. Smoke a cigar. Smoke a cigarette or whatever. That's nobody's business. What's done in that group setting amongst adults, it should stay there. Now let's get to the adult side of that. So when you're talking consent, and let's do one-on-one -on -one with your partner or your partners. Yeah, you may like getting smacked on the ass you may like getting your hair pulled but there may be a time when you don't want that so no sex is not rocket science but there are certain things that should be addressed if you're gonna have regular vanilla sex that's fine discuss that well baby you know i don't want any um impact play uh, I don't want you to pull my hair. Uh, no, we're not going to play with the candles tonight. You know, discuss it. Because the last thing you want to do is be intimate with somebody and be in the midst of it at the height of passion. And you do something or they do something and it kills the mood. For example, you're hitting it from the back. You decide to change up and you want to play around back there with your fingers. And this goes either way for a guy or a girl. And all of a sudden, you hit the no-no hole, as some people like to call it. Well, you just can't run up behind somebody and stick your dick in their ass or your finger in their ass. Uh, You might end up with a busted lip or something or get cussed out. It could end very badly for you. So you need to make sure that things are talked about, things are consensual, things are safe and negotiated. You know, you may be like, okay, well, you can play around there with your finger. You can give me a rim job, but mm, no insertion. No, baby. Um, I'm not ready for your dick, but hey, go grab that butt plug out of there and yeah, we can do that. And it's nothing wrong with that. Because when you have sex, you want it to be the most pleasurable experience that you could possibly have. You shouldn't walk away from it feeling like you've been violated, like you've been used. Like your wants, desires, and needs were not met. You shouldn't walk away feeling like you've hurt somebody. Or you violated them. Or you went beyond what they wanted to do with pushing their boundaries. You shouldn't feel like that. You should not feel guilty after such a pleasurable act. Which is why things need to be talked about. And need to be discussed. And need to be consented to by both parties. And if you all can't reach a common ground, table that for another time. You shouldn't be pressured into or you should not be pressured to do. 
if that's not what makes you comfortable. If your partner wants something but you're not comfortable doing it because maybe you've never done it before or you did it once before and it did not end very well for you or you just not comfortable it's just not your thing to do you're not curious about it you're nothing then you should not do it because a person can tell when you're not into something for example there are some men and some women out here who don't like to give oral sex to their partner. There are some men and some women who don't like to receive it from their partner. But then the flip side, there are some men and some women who like to give it and like to receive it. But for those who don't like to give it, when you do decide to pleasure your partner, it doesn't come across as pleasure. It comes across as a forced chore. So in situations like that, the conversation needs to be had. Well, baby, I'm really not comfortable. I'm not good at it. Or I was always taught that it's nasty or good girls don't do this. Or no, I'm not gay, but I want to try this. The conversation needs to happen. And for the person on the other end who enjoys getting it, you need to have the conversation with the person who is not so sure about giving it. You need to have the conversation in a way where you're not pressuring them to bend toward your will. And you're not shunning them for having the apprehensive feelings about it. You need to be a little more understanding because I'm quite sure there was a time when you didn't feel comfortable doing it or you didn't want to do it or you thought it was just the most disgusting thing under the sun. So you have to show empathy when you're talking about things like that. And the conversation should go naturally and it should flow and everybody should have good feelings about it. Maybe y'all need to watch a movie. Maybe you need to read some books. Maybe you need to talk to some friends. Maybe they might need to, I don't know, meditate and get out their head and get that feeling of disgust or whatever. Or maybe something triggered from a past relationship or a past experience. Maybe y'all need to discuss that so that they can feel comfortable. And it's okay if you're not comfortable because everything is not for everybody. Understand that. So it's okay if you're not comfortable. The problem comes in when you're so uncomfortable and your partner doesn't know why you're uncomfortable. So then you got a whole new set of problems. And don't consent to it if you're not comfortable. Don't do it just to make them happy because guess what? It's not going to be a pleasurable experience and they're going to be more wound up when it's over than they were when it started. And you're going to be frustrated because you're going to know you did not please your partner, which was your goal. That's why these conversations are important. The conversations on consent, the conversations on negotiating, the conversations of expressing your wants, your needs, your desires even when it comes down to using toys. 
And I say that because my videos are to help everybody and sometimes help myself. This is therapeutic. But to get over those humps so everybody can have a great pleasurable sex life. That is the goal, the ultimate pleasure. That is the goal. Nobody should be having bad sex. Even if you just getting started, you should not be having bad sex. There are too many movies. There are too many books. We have too many friends that we can talk to. That's not going to be y'all perfect, but hey, what's perfect? Your perfect sex life is how you design it. But in the midst of all that, there are certain conversations that need to be had. So we got consent. We have the negotiating. We have to be honest, too. We have to be honest. We have to be honest about our wants, our needs, our desires. And we have to be honest in such a way where you're comfortable being vulnerable with your partner. If you want to use toys, you have to be honest about that. And when it comes to using toys, there are so many. My website has thousands of things. From mild to wild to some stuff you've probably never seen before. But when it comes to using toys, the conversation can be a bit delicate. There are some men who think that when women want to introduce a toy in the bedroom, that that toy is going to replace him. No, it's not going to replace you. It's just going to add to the pleasure that you're already giving. And think about this, just a little gem. So, your girl wants to have a threesome with you and another guy and her. Male, female, male. You don't want another guy in the room. Guess what? You can still give her a threesome, a vibrator, or dildo, where you are controlling everything about her pleasure. Because if she wants a threesome with two men, then it's all about her being pleasure. She's giving pleasure, but ultimately, it might be about her. She may want to experience DP, double penetration. So guess what? You got the real thing in one hole and you got the fake thing in the other hole and you are pleasuring your mate without a physical third party. So it's no, um, as the guys say, sword fighting going on. If she wants all her holes stuffed, guess what? You in one hole, vibrate in another hole, vibrate or a dildo in another hole. Bam! Easy solution. It's not rocket science. It doesn't have to be hard. It doesn't have to be hard. But when you talk about toys... The male ego can be a little bit fragile, ladies. So if your man is working with six or seven, don't let the first toy that you introduced in the bedroom be a 12-inch stud thing. Don't do that. Don't do that. 
get something that's his size or just a little bit bigger. But don't go twice his size. Because you're going to send off the, the, the message. He's not big enough. Or he's not pleasuring you enough. Now, if y'all have talked about this, by all means, hey, bring in whatever you want to bring in. But if this is something that you're doing for the very first time, my suggestion, don't double what he already has. Don't do that. That's just like, and this is totally a whole nother subject, which was going to be another video, like discussing a threesome. If you are 220 pounds and you allow him to go find a third party for y'all, a third female, well, second female for a threesome, and she's 120 pounds, but y'all been together 10 years and he's claiming he loves big women and he brings a skinny girl in there, you're going to be looking right crazy. So the same way that you want him to or you would want him to respect your feelings about your weight because this is what he's been saying that he likes respect his penis size and same thing applies if you are in a alternative lifestyle if your male partner wants another male and he wants to have an all-male threesome, but you don't want the other body, you can still buy the dildo or the vibrator. Ladies, if your female partner wants a threesome, you can go get the woman, but make sure the woman is somebody that your mate will approve of. And we'll get into that when it comes to making those type of decisions and trusting people and all that. We'll get to that in another video. I promise y'all, we'll get to that. But yeah. So when it comes to the toys, yeah. You, you have to have those conversations, even down to the lubes, even down to condoms, believe it or not. Some people like condoms, some people don't. Uh, some people are allergic to latex, some people aren't. Some people don't like lambskin because they're so thin and they got the uh, holes in them or whatever. So you have to talk about that. And because we're in a, a age where skin sensitivities and so much stuff goes on on the inside of our bodies, yeah, we need to talk about that. We need to talk about the type of lubes and oils and flavored things that we use. Some people like to mess around with food and candy and chocolate and honey and caramel. You need to discuss that stuff and make sure that it's okay. For me, chocolate and, and candy and all that stuff is off limits. Not because I don't like it. I am so light that it stains my skin. And it might take two or three showers to get that off of me. So no, we can't play with food and chocolate and candy and stuff like that. Sounds good. But now... I'm going to pass on it. When you're talking about uh, playing around with candles, you need to know what candles are safe, what candles are not. How far to hold it from the skin, how close to put it to the skin to get that desired effect. 
but you also need to discuss your partner's skin. There are some things that we like to do when we're sober. There are some things that we can only do when we are under the influence. But guess what? That stuff still needs to be talked about. It still needs to be consensual. Sometimes when you're drinking or under another substance, your consent may be a little bit more up there versus if you was completely sober. So in cases like that, it's really up to your partner to know you, to know, no, we're we not going to do that. She didn't had one too many or he didn't had one too many. We, we just will get to that another day. And that person might be a little angry or whatever, but it's for their own good. Because I am here to tell you that sometimes when people consent and they have been drinking, when they sober up, it's a whole nother ball game. I have heard about people saying, Ooh, I must have been really toe up to do that. And I'm looking because I was there like, you had two drinks and I didn't think you put away way more than it. But okay. But things like that can land a lot of people in trouble because when you start blaming it on the alcohol, that can set people up for a rape charge, an abuse charge, hell, damn near kidnapping charge depending on the situation. And that's a dangerous place to be. Fortunately, I've never had anything like that happen to me, but I watch a lot of news and I have a lot of friends and I listen to a lot of stories. I don't know of anybody who has had that done, but I know it's possible. It's like going to the club, meeting somebody and taking them home for a one night stand. Both of y'all drunk is all outdoors, but now it's a baby and you like what? So we have to be careful when we are under the influence of things. We have to be real careful. That goes for the person who is under the influence and the sober person. You know, I, I have this thing when I go out with my friends, we came together, we leave together. My mom always taught me, even though she didn't drink, if you in a club or you out somewhere and you set your drink on the table, and you go to the bathroom, don't come back and get that drink. Because you don't know somebody could have did something to it. So, I have a group of friends. We look out for each other. If they see that I didn't have one too many, yeah, they're stopping me. Because I know me when I'm drinking. When I'm with my partner, if I've had too much to drink, yeah, we're not doing a whole lot of stuff. I'm coherent enough to be able to say, no, mm -mm, we're not doing that. And if I'm so far gone, we ain't doing nothing no way because I'm going to sleep, period. <laughs> so, you know, you, you just have to be careful of stuff like that. And if you don't know your limit, 
that could be real dangerous. Be it with alcohol, be it with drugs, whatever. And by no means am I condoning anybody doing anything illegal or anything like that. What I'm saying is, if this is what you're doing, you may want to reconsider a sex act. Especially if it's not with the person that you are with on a regular. The last thing somebody wants is to have a night of great sex, good passion, good chemistry, and all that good stuff, only to wind up in jail two days later. You don't want to do that. So, take that to heart, y'all. That's a little bit of free advice. If you have medical issues, yeah, you need to talk about that with your partner. You know, um, there are some things that medical issues won't allow people to do or will slow them down from doing and it could be something as simple as high blood pressure that will put a pause in certain parts of your sex life diabetes you know you just have to be you have to be careful even down to eczema Somebody might like being scratched. And I know a lot of people with eczema, they scratch a lot. Yeah, but yo, 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 you might not want to do that with them. You may not want to do that. So in a nutshell, talking, negotiating, understanding, having a level playing field, and ultimately, respect for other people and for yourself goes a long way. And consent goes a long way. And don't get offended if on Monday you can touch somebody's hair, but on Wednesday you can't. Don't get offended. Don't get offended if on the first date, yeah, it was okay for you to dip into the french fries, but on the third date you can't. Don't get offended. People change. We all have moods. We all have days. We have minutes. We have hours that we go through. Respect it and keep going. And understand that when somebody says no, it almost never has anything to do with you personally, but with them setting boundaries. And we'll get to that in another video, setting boundaries. But today is all about consent. It's all about negotiating. It's all about talking, having those conversations. I don't care if y'all been together for 30 years. Consent is needed. Especially if you've been sitting up and you've been listening to your friends and they talking about this uh, sex swing that they done put in their bedroom and how much fun they have and... Oh, it's just off the chain and they come in like never before. So you go out and you order a, web, a, a, a sex swing off my site. Thank you. And then you have it installed in your bedroom and your mate come in there like this. What? Wait. What, what are we doing with that? So now you all happy because you done made this hundred and some odd dollar purchase to heighten y'all sex life and they looking like... What are we supposed to do with that? 
So where you get this from? A little surprise goes a long way, but when you're talking about stuff like that, yeah, we need to talk. We need to know the weight requirement. We need to know how we're going to have this in the house with children running around. Talking is good. Talking is good. And finding a common ground and setting those expectations and negotiating and sometimes you have to negotiate in steps okay we can go from point a to g today and then we can go from h to q sometimes you have to do it like that in steps sometimes you just can't say okay we're just gonna do it all in one wham you, you just sometimes you can't sometimes you have to take those baby steps and it's okay because those baby steps can lead into something great that neither of you were expecting. So until next time, keep talking. Have those talks with your partners. Have those talks with your friends. Have those talks with yourself. Be sure to drop me an email at thesensualgarden at gmail.com spelled just like it is under the video shop on my website thesensualgarden.com spread the word leave me a comment leave me a thumbs up until next time this is the sensual seductress aka alluring have a great one